I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ahoy, welcome to a brand new episode of Baffled. This is Connor Explains. We take a big concept, we explain it for you. Uh, my name's Dan, I'm doing the explaining. Mark is also here. Hello, I'm also not doing the explaining. It's Connor, he's the man in charge. What have you got for us today, Connor? Mudlarks. Sorry, what? <laughs> okay. Okay, so we were having a little chat, going through a few ideas, asked Dan for a few suggestions, and out of all the great suggestions he gave, I had never heard of Mudlarks before, so I was like... Let's delve into it, and it was a it was a wild experience. Okay, so a, a, a weird concept, a weird thing to do. Would as in was your starting point as simple as just going Google.com mudlarks? Literally, first thing, what is a mudlark? I I never heard of it before. Um, I had no idea what it was. Everything that I thought it was was everything it wasn't. Um, so Connor explained started well. Uh, so just for everybody out there that probably is like me and Mark sitting there wondering what the bloody hell mudlark is, uh, it was an occupation until 1904. And the idea of a mudlark is someone who scavenged in river mud for items of value. Um, so basically they were young kids way back in the 1800s between the ages of 8 to 15. They used to go into the really dirty banks of rivers, the Thames, etc., etc and scavenge around for bits and bobs to sell. Pretty disgusting, if you ask me. Like, these jobs always happened back then, didn't they? You, you know, like chimney sweeps. You wouldn't, you wouldn't hear this back in the day. Oh, what, what, you, what are you going to do for work? What are you going to do when you've done your A-levels? Uh, just wander around the bog of the River Thames, see what's there, see if I can find any hair clips or something. Yeah, but this is the thing. Like, it, it, it is bloody disgusting, a bit like chimney sweeping and stuff like that. But popular jobs back in, like, the 1800s, really interesting looking at photos that they've drawn of, like, potential mud larking going on. Always big groups of people. Um, and like, in my research, like, sending kids out, you know, 8 to 15 years old, loads of them at one time as well, just scavenging through. And this is ridiculously disgusting, okay? Banks of the river that a lot of the time had waste from animals and humans and dead bodies. Yeah, I mean, you can, that's why all these diseases spread. It also amazes me how they didn't really care... Yeah. about the welfare of their kids. So, you know, you'd have children, you'd do the thing, you'd want the kid, you'd have like nine months of, you know, roughness, and then you'd have the baby. It was quite tough to have babies back then. And then within a, within a few years, 
You're sending them out amongst all these dead bodies to pick up a couple of coppers. Yeah, you know, again, that answers the next question as well. It was dictated like massively by poverty and lack of skills. Um, So obviously children with not much money around them growing up, maybe didn't have great education, etc. Poverty, it it led to that job. Trying to find anything to sell really. Um, But something something that got me, because I can kind of imagine this in your mind. You know, like when you go in the sea or something like that, and you never quite know what's below you. And sometimes you you might cut your foot, you might step on a rock, you might maybe hurt yourself. That happened daily to these children, but their feet was in sewage. So they were cutting their feet open with glass, etc. but then stepping in like the blood and guts of corpses and animals. And there was just lots of diseases flying about. It was it, it, If you wonder where COVID come from, look at the 1800s, I reckon. Are we meant to be annoyed by this? Like, am I meant to be annoyed that this happened to kids, like, 200 years ago? Well, this is the thing. I mean, yeah. Also as well, you know, it, we're so far back in the day here, Daniel, I, it doesn't really affect us. But, yeah, it, it happened, and it could have been you if you were alive in the uh, 1800s, up until 1904, actually. I can't imagine Dan doing that at all. No, it's not, not my... Well... I will tell you a thing that I've been interested in recently. Is it mudlarking? Uh, well, canal fishing. Right. Magnet fishing. You ever seen these things where you chuck a massive magnet in like a canal? Or I've never done it, but I've been watching the YouTube videos. So, I'm, and that is usually in 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 the in the process of my interests. That's the next. That's we're one step away. We're one step away from me getting on eBay and buying a massive magnet. All right, and then wandering down the Thames and just lobbing it in and seeing just like what- put a shopping trolley out. Yeah, you pull stuff out. Yeah, so basically, there's actually a huge TikTok community on this, which is crazy. And they're massive, great big magnets, like serious weight. And and you drop them, very strong magnets as well. You just drop them into, I'm with Dan on this, you do it off of bridges and stuff. And you drop it into like a river. And then they just pull out the most ridiculous stuff, like old number plates from like the early 90s. It's just really, really interesting, cool stuff. And if you know where you're doing it, if you go to some of the posher parts of the River Thames and do it, you just find sunglasses from like boaters who are a little bit pissed, who just drop their Ray-Bans in you can make a little pretty penny doing that and you get bags of like I don't know what I'm going to do with all these bags of tools like all these spanners that I'll find and all the screws but I want them and I want them now so I am I am I'm on board with becoming a mudlarker slash river magnet fisher well it's funny you say that so what, what you're doing here Dan is you're actually linking mudlarking to the 21st century aren't you that's what you're saying all about my connections well well, mudlarking is actually the modern day metal detecting. So therefore, my dad is a mudlarker. My dad, he's a mudlarker. Yeah, he's a metal detecting man. Yeah, he's a metal detecting. He's metal detected all the garden space we've got, all the driveway space we've got, all of the building before it was built, the house. He, he metal detected the lot. But it's so strict in the UK, like where you can and can't do it. So he does it a lot on private land and stuff. But yeah, so metal detecting, for, for those listening, is the modern day mudlarking. Do you cut your feet when you do it? Do you walk around in dead people when you do it? Yeah, I know. Well, what's your um, what's your dad's greatest find? Uh, He's got some really cool stuff, actually. He used to do it a lot. And like on, on some on areas like very popular thing in the metal detecting world is they do it on areas that used to be something back in the day, you know, so it could be somewhere where there was war or somewhere where there was like, you know, army bases or whatever. Um, and he's found like really old coins. He's found, you know, bullets as well. Some date back to like the late 1800s. Like interesting stuff for people that are into it. For me, I'm just like, this just looks like a 1P, but it's old. You know, 
I get that. Some of the times with people, and I, I'm, I like history, and I like a, an interesting artifact from history. I, I can't imagine. I guess this is the story behind it. I can't really imagine finding a bullet and being that dedicated to find out where it came from, who shot. I don't know if I can be asked with it's that. It's an interest, isn't it? Like I'm really into old cars, love old cars, have an interest in that. But I think bullets, coins, a little bit away from it. But this is great, isn't it? If you've got anybody in your family that's a metal detector, just write in their birthday card to Mudlarker. How are you? They'll be baffled. It's one of a list of ridiculous jobs that people back then had. Like, I remember, and kids had, like, there's the gong scourer as well, and that was, like, a little, normally kids that they would send in to effectively clean the sewers because they were small enough to do it. Like, I was a paper boy, and that was rough. Yeah. Like, that was every day, every morning. And I was one of these good paper boys as well, not one of these shit ones that just 300 papers on a Wednesday and chuck them all in the river. I was there every morning, and that was rough. And I, I ain't cleaning up anyone's cesspit. I was a tea boy, and that was enough for me. But, but mudlarking actually continued as well. It went into 1936, where it changed a little bit. So hear me out on this, because it's quite interesting. But it was used to describe swimsuited London school children earning pocket money during the summer holidays, okay? And what they used to do was they used to beg passers-by to throw coins into the Thames mud, which they then chased to the amusement of the onlookers. So they used to basically... <laughs> throw the coins into the mud to watch these swimsuited kids. The swimsuited kids bit kind of worries me a little bit. The description, I don't know why we need to know they're it's in... It's a sw- bit weird, isn't it's it? It's a bit weird. Why do we need to know they're in mm. swimsuits and why are they adults throwing coins? But anyway, that's for a different day. You've got quite a, a nice pronunciation of suited. You say suited, which I quite like. It's quite fancy. It is a bit like, you know, chucking bread for pigeons, isn't it? I, I think. Imagine if they saw that today. Imagine the uproar online... If whoa, 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 people whoa, were chucking whoa, money whoa, for swimsuited children. Whoa. What? Oh, we just what? had Dan Simpson compliment Connor Knight's pronunciation. Usually it's like, oh, that Essex trollop. Look at him saying that I'm... Oh, cheers, cheers, mate. I don't know if it was compliment. Do you want to be posh? Uh, swimsuited. Suited. It's comment. It was a comment, moreover. Oh. Uh, I tell you what, I tell you what, Connor. Of all, of, uh, all the... Connor explains what we've done in a little while... You seem to have got into this one. Have you found a little calling in life? Do you know what, right? I was really interested because it was a word that that caught, caught my eye when you sent over some suggestions. I had no idea what it was. So I was like, well, I want to look into this. And today I've had a bit of a busy day and I needed a bit of a break. So I had some lunch. And I spent a good solid <laughs> two hours really researching this. So time's taken. Time's taken on this. And it's been condensed into a... A barely 15-minute long podcast. Well, there we go. But the biggest thing to take from it, metal detectors in the modern day. Do you know any? Just start calling them a mudlarker, but don't tell them what it is. <laughs> They'll be concerned. Mark, are you good? Like, <laughs> Thanks for your input in this one, Mark. It's been, a, it's been a hefty old lifting of the podcast from Mr. Heads over there. I mean... Well, I mean, I, I don't feel like I've needed to get involved in this because Connor has just happily been continuing along. And I haven't really needed to get involved in it. Well, just great. Just sat here, just nicely, enjoying, learning about how mudlarking is the right, olden right, right. day metal detective. What I love about Connor Explains, and if you actually listen back to all the previous ones as well, it was always going to go this is way, Is there anything? Really. Well, what it is, is... Is there anything? Is there any what? Is there, well, is there anything? You're just moaning about Connor anything Explains all the time that. on text. Well, there we go. But what I love is it's like a lesson for Mark. We have host Dan... Me explaining, and Mark just sits there, just learning all the weird and wonderful things that I bring to each episode. Yeah. You are the children today, Mark. All right, hey, and the children are our future. So you are the children. Get yourself in a swimsuit so I can lob a two penny piece at you. 
Thank you very much for listening to Baffled. A particular thanks to Mark for all the work that he's put in today. Also, thank you to... Anytime, mate. Anytime. Thank you to Connor and his mudlarking father. If there is something you would like Connor to explain for you, info at baffledpod.com is the place you need to go. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok. We are at baffledpod there. And we will see you Tuesday for a brand new episode. Say goodbye, Mark. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Connor. Goodbye, but and, and yet more like this. Words that are just ridiculous. Like mud larking. More like that. Suggestions, please. All right, there you go. You've got your challenge. Sift around in the mud for some strange words and we'll see you Tuesday. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.